All right. Um, for your line, uh, let me just. <laughs> uh, you can comment as what, however you want, about after the first uh, bit, um, and if eventually you're going to be told what you have in front of you, um, to which you're going to comment that it's, it's just toast. Okay, so you're going to blurb. I'll then respond somehow. Um, there are a couple of blurbs and stuff, but eventually you'll be told what um, is in front of you okay. um, as, a, as a sort of a explanation. All right, let's go. Oh, when you're ready. Oh, am I supposed to start? Well, yeah, you, you can start us off. It helps. Oh. Hey, Mr. Shekman, how's it going? Hello, my kid, it is me, Jedemi. I'm sorry, Shaka is not here right now. Uh, the, 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 the package arrived this morning. I'm not very impressed, Jeremy. Okay, okay. you know, you know, we have a saying, as they say, you know, the bears, they don't make honey, but you know what I mean. Let, let me tell you what you have in front of you, okay? But anyway, before you is, I have prepared a very specific combination of flour, water, and yeast, which I prepared over the course of several minutes. This was then serendipitously placed in a containment device where I was able to apply temperature. It was subsequently removed and it had its temperature lowered before it, a shearing action ensured that I was made, it was made manageable and then further temperature was applied. It is my masterpiece. What do you think? Um, it's just toast, Jeremy. Of course it's toast. How else can you do anything else? All I'm allowed to make is toast in this goddamn kitchen. Oh god, he's back. No, not the baguette. Ah, oh god, no. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's just toast. I'm not allowing him to make anything more than that these days. It's he's getting way too over top with all of that. I'm not sure what he did with the honey either. It's a bit <laughs> greasy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, toasting design, Shaka Shakeman, Marker Burr. That was very well done, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if only the students know, know what you do on weekends. <laughs> I've got to keep appearances up here, Michael. Mm. In the previous episode, we talked about the third year design projects. We discussed the aero project, um, and we discussed the first part to the mechanical project. And the mechanical project is being broken up into three smaller projects. We discussed mini project one, and today we're going to discuss mini projects two and three, just to kind of get an idea as to what we think about it, as sort of a breakdown, our own thoughts on it, maybe even look at how maybe the students can start approaching it. Right, so project one for you was all about optimization. Optimization, exactly. Yeah. Um, project two is, so, I mean, the, the projects are broken up in terms of a uh, open-ended complex engineering problem, a broadly defined problem, and a well-defined problem. Mm -hmm. Now, optimization one is a well-defined problem. You're given everything, just basically make number work. Yeah. That's a well-defined problem. Uh, Mini Project 2 is an open-ended problem. And it's there as the sort of uh, practice for fourth year, your final capstone project. Um, so students are going to work in groups. And that's because of the, the breakdown with um, splitting into multiple projects. So we can uh, evaluate a spectrum of different kind of designs. 
the project time then gets cut because it's 60 hours for the entire semester yeah. for the project. So by working in groups, if it's a 24 hour project, as many project two is in a group of four, you're then you're able to produce a larger. Exactly. So what sometimes happens with students, I just have to divide 25 by four. What 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 will happen is is the the students will spend the time on it, but what they submit is is a six hour project with groups that often yeah. happens to you. Yeah, no, I, I know. But let's um, be that, positive. That, yes, and it's not, that's not going to be taken as an excuse. So that's certainly... I'd hate to see how many penalties they'd get if they hand in a six-hour project. <laughs> <laughs> well, Minus I mean, it's not a million. literal penalty. <laughs> it's not a, a literal penalty. It's just there's very little to mark when you have a, a six-hour project. It's, yes. Actually, I quite enjoy them, to be completely <laughs> It'll honest. It'll be a penalty uh, shootout. <laughs> <laughs> So with this project, it's basically within itself um, two parts, similar to the arrows where they have to propose a project. Um, the mechs also have to propose one within a group, within their own group. They're proposing their own project. There's not a case of proposing it for another group. Um, What's the theme? There, there is no theme to this. So ah. it's a case of they can attack. The whole thing was with the first semester, they had absolutely that it had to be, you know, or they not absolutely. They had they were restricted in terms of you were to this kind of biome, you're this kind yeah. of function, you're this. So now it's a case of do whatever the hell you want. Um, is it a is it a transport? I mean, what, what's the th is, is it a transportation theme or is it just completely open ended? It's completely open ended. However, what happens is with that proposal, whatever they propose, it has to be approved. Um, and it has so to be a complex need, problem, right? Well, it has to be a complex problem. I'll get onto what okay, I'm defining fine. is the definition of that. Um, but if it is a project where they're not able to demonstrate uh, competence in the course, competence as a mechanical engineering student, then that proposal will not be approved. So the likelihood is it probably will be a vehicle of some sort, just given the sort of um, yeah. direction that mechanical projects, at least the open-ended ones, tend to take. Um, you maybe go something mine related, but I suspect very much it's going to be a vehicle. Um, but if they want to go something else and they can propose a good open-ended problem for it, I'm fine with that. Cool. Um, so in terms of then what, what I'm defining as an open-ended problem, um, and this is actually based on what Exus says, um, open-ended problem is something that cannot be resolved without in-depth engineering knowledge at the appropriate level. So this is knowledge of a third year mechanical engineering student who have now gone through fluids they have done a course on manufacturing you know they've got their maths they're doing thermodynamics they need to be able to they have that kind of knowledge base and that's expected of them it involves a wide ranging of uh, conflicting or, or so wide ranging or conflicting technical engineering and other issues so it's not just a case of i have a talk coming in i need to put a talk out let's analyze that gearbox Correct. And I mean, a very simple uh, way of, of, of explaining that is, yes, you've got a, an issue with talk, a gearbox might very well be the right way to solve it, but you're against a cost target, you've then got mm. a conflict. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's basically as simple as that. And it can be hey. way more complicated than that too. Yeah. And another point is that it has to have no obvious solution. Or requires abstract thinking. Now, who um, defines that, the obvious? Because obviously, that's one thing which makes students very nervous. Well, let me pull up an example that uh, one of the students has proposed, and it was one immediately that um, when I saw it, I thought, okay, cool, that I, I see the obvious solution there. Um, 
And that was a case of uh, So the engine blocks in stock form are not capable of handling high power was the problem proposed um, with it being the project being a modification of an of engine blocks in race cars. Well, your solution is a, a different engine block. Yes. Yeah. It's a very obvious solution. Um, yes. Re-engine the engine <laughs> block for more power. <laughs> exactly. So that, that's something where I can immediately tell you I know what the solution is. It's something where I need to be able to look at it and we have a firefighting one as well. It's actually been approved because why not? Um, and you know the, the problem is that uh, once the fire goes beyond a certain point, um, that it's difficult to manage it um, in whatever form. And there I can't immediately think, okay, you're definitely gonna be designing that fence or you're definitely gonna be designing an aerial bombing vehicle yeah. that drops water, whatever the case is. So it has no obvious solution. Uh, and then that's certainly one of the big things I'm always checking for with any, with any one of these. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, it's one of the things which I, I, I try and explain to, to third years, well, it's more kind of self-reading, I guess, um, mm. but it's about patenting and how they use the word obvious is you know, oh, so yeah. if, if, if you're a mechanical engineer um, mm. and someone is proposing a, a mechanical type solution, if the solution is obvious to a mechanical engineer, then you obviously oh. can't patent it. And I think that, that no. that's basically what we what we are saying is um, yeah. the, the you know, when it comes to obvious, there's the obvious solution to like the greatest engineer ever made who's any idea you come up with is going to be like, yeah, but it won't work sure, because yeah. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Already been there, tried it, invented it, the, the prototypes in my backyard. And then there's, you know, trying to explain an idea to, to my grandmother where, you know, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I, I've never thought, who would thought to make your engine block better so that your car doesn't explode halfway down the track? Um, well, look, I mean, first of all, Granny's going to think an engine block is, is a thing that's made of Lego because <laughs> blocks, you know. I know you could make engines yeah. out of bricks. <laughs> well, now I know another starting point we can go for another <laughs> episode. I'd say these firefighting things, yeah. please, don't get, please don't leave those reports lying around for, uh, for Jeremy. <laughs> the extinguisher special. Um, okay, so... There are other series of points and stuff, but those cover the main ones. For this project, they have to submit a, a report. There's just a report. There's no post or anything like that. Um, and the groups, are the they self-proposed self groups? or Yeah, uh... they can propose their own groups. Yeah, um, there's no limit on that. It has to be group of four. Um, that's simply so that the project has a sufficient scope um, and size to it. Um, you know, you work on your own, I'd be expecting a hundred hour project from you and that's it's not feasible within the The yeah, the the, the one thing which I actually did on, on the forums for the third year which might work particularly for mm. the group uh for the for the group project is mm. force the students that all of their communication is done on a forum because then huh, at least it's point, it's yeah. it's documented. It's and then if yeah. the students say, Oh, but you know we, we Yeah so and so didn't come to a meeting or whatever then it's it's all there and hmm. it's actually quite cool because i'm looking forward to sort of you know and it's very easy to like go through the forums they're kind of fun to read um yeah. and the main thing is the students have now taken them over so i don't have to do anything i just sit and watch like eye candy mm. on a weekend you sit and read what third year design engineers are are saying um 
and and it'll get to the point where they're busy trying to you know go through their URSs, and it's going to be fun to see the bouncing back of no, that is not a requirement versus yes, it bloody well is. Um, of course, it's concept two that won. Why would concept two not win at this point? Yeah. Yes. Now, um, do all the groups get to see that? Uh, yes, I've, I've decided okay. that it is because, you know, you can often learn, even though every single person is doing a completely different project, mm. um, yeah. you know, the, the kind of comments that students are, are, are making are, are, are somewhat specific, but you can apply the kind of general, the general thing. So, you know, you've used words which are very good. So conflicting, obvious, cannot be resolved. And that holds true for all projects. But it's often, it's often nice to see how one student interprets that um, and, and you can have a look at the words that are used in the interaction and it can either inspire you or you can say, yes, is that Oak's a bit of a, he <laughs> doesn't talk very yeah. nicely to his classmates. Um, and, and you can kind of learn from the interaction, which is quite good as well. Well, I think it's a good lesson in terms of understanding when communicating in an online um, yes. well, not forum is, as a, in the general sense of forum, any kind of online media, what implications that has. Well, if a group decides not to talk on the forums is there any kind of implication on them for that um no except that for the okay. fact that if there is a an, an, an issue which needs to be resolved there's i mean I've, there's no evidence ah, um, cool all right oh so, i like that okay cool yeah. i like that cool well then that's project mini project two for the the mix the final one is a connection between uh well between design and mechatronics and it's a broadly defined problem and it's mainly covering the idea of interdisciplinary um, kind of design, yes. um, where you, you're not just uh, you know stresses and strains and a, a cantilever beam um, or a chassis. It's now you know that thing where most students tend to avoid the electronics or they avoid the the sort of cooling system in your vehicle because it's thermodynamics. This forces you have to to consider it. Um, Correct. I mean, and and I think. It you know, interdisciplinary is, uh, it's somewhat strange to, to do your, your first project um, in it because immediately you're only an expert at one particular thing mm. and, and everyone's kind of out of their comfort zones. I mean, a very good example is all of the kind of machinery and, and um, safety gear, which has been literally made on the spot for, for COVID, um, yeah. where people that are not engineers have gotten involved you know they might not understand anything about materials but if you get someone who does you can work together the person who understands materials does not understand how humans breathe and breathing pressures and stuff like that but can learn from a doctor who does know those things and and those kind of projects are are, are very good to do yeah so this one is based on the mechatronics project um the mechatronics project for the mechanical engineering students well they can kind of intermeld a bit but for the most part the mechanically orientated one um, is a three-wheeled um, vehicle with a gripping mechanism that is a package sorting system for a warehouse um, so navigate a warehouse pick up packages move them from one point to another so That's for the mechatronics cool. side, yeah. So for the mechatronics side, they have to look at how it'll be guided, where you place your sensors, how you program it, how it knows where it is, um, its general autonomous movement and um, di directioning and whatnot. The cases that I think given the, the students for design portion is that they're all starting with roughly the same kind of vehicle. So it looks relatively similar to the same kind of body or, or system. Oh, right. At least 
initially because i think megatronics might have changed at this point yes. um given the more online format but at least towards initially was and this is in in the way that your project as you you know as you start to have your various divisions in a company one doing the electronics and one doing the the, the body or the one doing the um, cooling system or whatever the case is um, you have to there's that communication so in the event that mechatronics now goes off on its own tangent um, to better suit the online format so be it um, the students for my course uh, for design still need to continue with it in the same current format um, in an ideal world the idea is that the mechatronics project helps in the development in terms of working out this works this doesn't yeah. uh, for the designs because so, one of the things that i find is a major issue with design is what well, with students and design is the students focus very very much in on one thing so they're doing a chassis design they think of loads in the chassis and they lose track of the bigger picture that this is a vehicle that goes around a warehouse and, and sorts packages yes um so the the mechatronics portion of that forces you to have to keep that in mind and you know what the basis of this entire thing is the whole time i really um, like the, the the synergy between this project and the optimization one and students might be like well, what did he just say but if you, <laughs> if you think about it the optimization one that vehicle you know is optimization one individual or group optimization is individual this one's group okay so that's brilliant because there the person is basically responsible for everything that acts on a vehicle they've got to calculate it and they've got to understand how it all fits together so, mm. so they're actually like a one person team in terms of yeah. that there's friction there's drag there's there's all, everything else um now they get to mechatronics and obviously now people so what students do is they're classically going to break this thing up you are on wheels and drivetrain <laughs> you're on this you're on that but actually this you need to model all of that together so like the friction at mm. the wheels is and and the force that you get at the wheels is a function of where the center of gravity is and mm. you know the the package sorting thing if the package moves the center of gravity moves if you you know move the package quickly you're applying a moment um, there's inertial effects and you actually have to understand how all these things fit together which is why it's exactly like the optimization um, thing and that yeah. you have to understand many moving parts and and i think that's that's very good reinforcement because students are going to have to relive it and the students that don't put that together um are not mm. going to do so well in the mechatronics yet they'll have a brilliant drivetrain but the thing's going to drop the box yeah yeah so and then the the, the warehouse for the mechatronics course the, the, there was no warehouse so i had to make a warehouse up that's a difficult thing to actually do um the n numbers got weird on that one in terms of sorting out various aspects um but yeah so that, that's a, a warehouse for the whole series of packages and things like that and for anyone listening so that you, you get this advantage one of the things with this is that across the warehouse there are different kinds and sizes of packages and you know the students are all great and and, and loved the idea of uh, looking at the worst case scenario in this project there is no obvious worst case scenario you need to look at right that's the biggest package that's the furthest from the receiving area but the closest to the shipping area which is the worst area but and you'd have to analyze it it's not a case of well obviously it's when it goes up the slope this is quite possibly a thing of Right, I need to look at all situations because there is no obvious one. And then later in the design report, I'd be able to be very intelligent and say, well, obviously this is the longest, this is the most difficult one, or these are the three most difficult ones because of X, Y, and Z. Um, so that, that that's a, a, another aspect to it. Um, but yeah, 
I think that forms the end of our project discussion. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Cool. All right.